0: What's going on? This is Jack Rathbone, and you're listening to the Tomahawk Roundup.
1: All right, so what is going on, guys? This is Frank Zaroski here with the Tomahawk Roundup for one of our Autism Acceptance Tomahawk Roundup interviews. Here with Jack Rathbone of the Vancouver Canucks organization. Jack, how are you today?
0: I'm great, man. Thanks for having me.
1: No worries. Really excited to have you on. So before we get into the meat and potatoes of the interview, I have to ask you about your first NHL goal against Edmonton. Can you walk us through what happened on that play, if you don't mind?
0: Yeah, it was a really special moment. It was the end of last season. It was kind of a funky play, a little little bit of a broken play, Um, blocked shot. There was a little bit of a gift laying in the slot, and I was able to kind of jump on it and lucky enough to put it in.
1: Yeah, really, really a great play. I remember seeing that that on Hockey Night and Sportsnet, so congratulations on that milestone. But getting into our Autism Acceptance Month programming, you know, talk to me about your brother Teddy. What does he mean to you, especially during Autism Acceptance Month?
0: Yeah, I think, uh, honestly, it's, I, I mean, I, I know it's a very special month, but I think it should, I think the, uh, anyone on the autism spectrum that deals with, um, you know, the adversities that come with that, I think that should be brought to the forefront, um, a little bit more than it is. Um, I know he's, he obviously plays a major role in my life and, um, he's, he's been a role model for me as much as I am or as much as I try to be for him. I think he is for me. So it's, uh, obviously a a relationship that I, I cherish and, um yeah he's my best friend
1: yeah and you know talking about the adversity what kind of things does he overcome if you don't mind me asking
0: yeah well when he was really young he was diagnosed with apraxia um and when he was placed on the spectrum he he uh he had a lot of verbal challenges he was communicating via an ipad for kind of the early uh the early years of his life and then um through a lot of a lot of uh services through school and um Obviously, some private services, too, that my parents were able to um, get him into. I think he's taken some really big steps. He's now in an, uh, an inclusion classroom that is kids on the autism spectrum and those that aren't um, in one classroom. And I think he's, he's been thriving on, in, in that kind of an environment for the past few years. And um, it's been really cool to see the steps that he's taken.
1: And, you know, you're talking about that inclusion classroom. It's a real hybrid model, if I'm understanding it correctly. When I was doing my research you know it's a hybrid model they've got kids that are on the spectrum off the spectrum and just it's a really good place for kids to just mingle and interact if i'm understanding it right
0: yeah definitely i uh my senior year of high school i was actually lucky enough a couple weeks at the end of your senior year you're able to uh kind of some kids go and do an internship some kids go and uh i don't know maybe travel the travel the country and um you come back and you do a little powerpoint presentation on it for school and yeah i uh, i was lucky enough i was uh, an assistant kind of a ta in his classroom for two weeks and honestly just shadowed him and um yeah it's it's honestly it's really special i think the teachers there obviously don't get enough credit and uh they're they're uh they're saints that's for sure yeah
1: saints indeed you know i know my own struggles on the spectrum So I really appreciate you advocating for people on the spectrum. You know, what have you done in your hockey world to help advocate for people like Teddy and other people on the spectrum?
0: Yeah, I think um, I obviously try and I know that everyone deals with their own um, like within their families. Uh, Everyone's kind of fighting their own battles. Sure, um, Sure. So I try and as much as I can, obviously, you know, shine a light on what he's done for me um, just in terms of giving me a, a new perspective on on the privilege that I have to um, play the game that I love. And uh, I think that's that's one thing that I know that I've tried to shine a light on is the impact that he's had on me, um, you know, off the ice.
1: Yeah, you know, talking about your, your hockey career – and intertwining that with Teddy, you know, you you made a different decision. You know, you didn't go to the USHL. You stayed in your high school area. Can you tell us about that story, if you don't mind?
0: Yeah, it was. Uh, it's it's kind of the common route now. Is just when you play prep school hockey in my areas, you kind of play your freshman sophomore. Some people leave after their sophomore years, um, but I I was kind of looking into going and playing in the ushl for a year before heading over to harvard um and i think just kind of where teddy was at at his uh at that stage in my life and where how how important he was to me and um being able to kind of share those younger years with him i think um me and my family um my advisor at the time my uh high school coach my college coach we but um we had a big conversation, and obviously it came down to just me and my family having uh, they having a conversation in terms of what was best for me from a hockey standpoint, um, but also what was best for me off the ice. And at that point in time, we had kind of decided that uh, six or seven months away from him for me was, was not what I wanted, and especially at that time in his life. Um, I wanted to be there for him a little bit more than uh, – going to the USHL would allow me to. And I think, obviously, I, I don't regret that decision one bit. I think it was actually one of the best that I've ever made.
1: Yeah, you know, that's that's a very selfless decision, you know, because you could have you gone to the USHL and racked up a bunch of points. But at the end of the day, it's not just about what you do on the ice. It's about your whole person, the holistic idea of what it means to be a person off the ice. And I give you a lot of credit, Jack, you know, just talking about – just talking about this and you know saying hey I may not be I may not be in the USHL but I want to be where my, where I'm most needed and that's with my family
0: yeah, yeah definitely like I, like I said it was uh, I had a lot of support on the decision so that's it definitely wasn't just me making it but um you know a lot of credit to my parents on that
1: yeah, you know, you're, you're go- you were at Harvard for a couple years, I think two seasons if I recall correctly. You know, what made that program so attractive to you? Was it the proximity to home, the, the, the program that they have on the ice, off the ice academics? Could you shine a little light on that?
0: Yeah, yeah I, I think it was all the above. Um, you know, being from that area, I think, you know, there's pretty good pretty good selection of schools, whether it be BCBU, Northeastern, Um, all those beanpot schools are kind of within 20, 30 minutes of my house. Um, so I knew I wanted to play in the beanpot. My dad played at BC. Um, so growing up, kind of going all those games was a pretty easy decision in terms of the, the selection schools that I wanted to narrow it down to. And then, um, once I started going on visits, I think I kind of fell in love with the campus. Um, the people that were there, the teammates that I knew I would have there, um, at the time with the guys that were committed at the time. And then uh, the coaching staff, the head coach there. um, I think it was just, yeah, like I said, all the above. And it was just kind of a perfect fit for me at the time. And um, definitely two uh, two of the best years of my life.
1: Yeah, you know, as your career progresses, how does your close bond with your family kind of help improve your mental game, if you don't mind?
0: Yeah, it's huge. I think uh, obviously my dad knows a lot about the game. Haven't played it, and um, I think that's obviously someone to lean on uh in terms of when I want to bounce ideas off him in terms of my play. But uh away from the ice, I think you know my mom and uh, my dad too. But my mom's always been there. It's uh, kind of my rock, and um even my brother and sister. You know, I think we're really just a really tight knit family. And uh like I said, I know they're always there for me with whether I'm going through a good stretch or, or a bad stretch, I, they uh, they definitely don't waver.
1: Yeah, and that and that that familial bond. I know coming from an Italian family, I know the, the the family rock is is always a special one.
0: Definitely, definitely.
1: Yeah. So during Autism Acceptance Month, 2022 and beyond, for that matter, what's your message to people that may have some preconceived notions and stereotypes about people on the spectrum? Yeah, I think it's uh, it's a tough one. I know. I, th-
0: I think it's the perspective that my brother's given me um, has has truly changed my life um, in terms of never taking for granted, um, you know, a single day and uh, the opportunities that I have, obviously, to play the game at a, that I love at such a high level. Um, but I think just. You never know what someone's going through. I think that's one of the things that he stopped me. Um, you never know whether it's someone who's going through it personally, or they like myself as a relative that's um, you know on the spectrum or dealing with some of those adversities. Um, I think that. You know, just kind of going into everything with an open mind and every relationship with an open mind just because, like I said, you never know what someone's going through.
1: And that's so important, Jack, and I, for one, being on the spectrum myself, I really appreciate all the work you're doing with Teddy and in the community, just shining a light on it. So thank you.
0: Yeah. Yeah, thank you.
1: Yeah, so before we head out today, Jack, anything else you want to add for our listeners around the U.S., Canada, and beyond?
0: Yeah, no, I think it's just – it's obviously – with autism awareness month coming up, I think it's it's a really special month for me and my family. And um, I know, like like you said, you're you're doing an incredible job here with this with this uh, with this show and this podcast. I think being able to spread the word and shine a light on something like this, um, I think it, it, it goes a really long way. And uh, I just want to thank you for you know what what you're doing.
1: Thank you so much, Jack Jack Rathbone of the Vancouver Canucks organization here for an Autism Awareness and Acceptance Month program for the Tomahawk Roundup. Jack, thank you so much for the time.
0: Thanks for having me.